Happy holidays and welcome to another edition of Flashpoint. I'm your host, Ryan Mills. For our last episode of the podcast in 2017, we're joined by AFPM President and CEO Chet Thompson to do a little look back on the events that made their mark on the year for the refining and petrochemical industries. And we'll look ahead to 2018 to see what challenges and opportunities await us. Chet, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Ryan. Happy to be here and happy holidays to to everyone. Chet, 2017 has largely been defined as a year of Trump. What has been the effect of the new administration on the industry? Well, a couple of things. First, you know, just yesterday, uh, Congress passed uh, tax reform, tax relief, and that's going to have a, a huge impact on our, on our industry. And we certainly will be uh, talking more about that today, I suspect. But, you know, that is incredible news and it's going to be great for both the fuels and the petrochemical industry. And uh, so we're really excited about that. But I would say the biggest thing that Trump has brought um to the country is just a new attitude towards our industry, towards the energy industry generally, and then certainly more specifically to the refining and petrochemical industries. He has embraced our industry. He wants our country to be energy dominant. And so that's really refreshing as compared to prior the, the prior administration, who certainly waged a pretty aggressive war against our industry. So. You know, it's been, again, refreshing, as I said. There's been a number of policies that have already been adopted that are making it uh, easier for us to compete while at the same time still protecting the environment. And what are some of the biggest challenges the industry faced this year? Well, I would say, you know, certainly the biggest challenges from the industry was, you know, uh, happened during the hurricane season. Uh, Hurricane Harvey and Irma. Um, you know, had a big impact on, first and foremost, the people of the Gulf and, and Florida and Puerto Rico. You know, our thoughts continue to go out with folks who are continuing and still struggling to recover. These uh, were major blows to all of those areas. But it also had a very big impact on the refining industry and the pet cam industry, particularly Harvey. At one point during Harvey, we had 25% of the U.S. refining capacity was down. We had 24 refineries in the Gulf Coast that were largely knocked off line. We had about 80% of the Gulf Coast petrochemical industry was down. So pretty substantial stuff. The great news of that, however, was the fact that showed how resilient we are. We were able to bounce back fairly quickly. Uh, within weeks, most of our refining capacity had returned, and um, and shortly thereafter, most of our pet chem uh, returned. So what we saw from that is that we were up for the, the challenge, a lot of preparation, a lot of hard work, incredible, incredible performance by our workforce. We had folks that rode out the storms, um, helped uh, out their, their facilities, helped out their communities. The, the level of give back from our industry to Houston and uh, the folks of Florida and Puerto Rico has been really, really uh, dramatic and uh, really been impressed by it all. So again, it showed that we're resilient and we bounced back, but certainly it was it was a challenge when it was happening. And it's been a big year uh, legislatively. Uh, what have been some key issues that the industry has faced? Well, as I, I alluded to earlier, Certainly the biggest legislative uh, victory that, that we had this year was tax reform. That is a, a victory for all uh, U.S. manufacturing. 
It's something that our members worked on very um, extensively. There was engagement from the top right on down um, to the GR staffs of our companies did a great job. Uh, it was a lot of folks thought this was never going to happen and it did. And so we had the corporate rate has now been reduced, uh, gone from 35% to 21%. We have direct expensing. Um, and so this is going to be great for industry. It's going to make us more globally competitive. It's going to allow us to have more money to invest. Um, investment is good for the country. It's good for our workforces, and it's good for the, the the communities all across our country that rely on our industry. So, certainly, that's that's the biggest accomplishment, not only of the year of of the decade. You know, it's been 30 years since we've had major tax reform. So. We couldn't be any more pleased, and we look forward to the president uh, president signing that uh, uh, you know bill sometime early next year. There's been a lot of action on the renewable fuel standard, uh, as has been the case over the last couple of years. But uh, a lot of efforts we've uh, issue has elevated all the way up to the president of the United States. So we are now in discussions with the president and Senator Grassley and. Uh, Senator Cruz and Senator Cornyn and and Cassidy and Lankford. There's there's a uh, there's there's a lot of discussion, a lot of movement in this area, and we're we're optimistic that you know early next year we'll, we'll, we're going to see some needed relief. And then certainly this year legislatively there was a number of things really and uh, um, you know regulatory reform and so things that have happened that have helped um, infrastructure move forward, and, and we're excited about that. On a policy front, lots of things have happened. Um, I would say, you know, trade uh, is one that that's been uh, kept us fairly busy. NAFTA uh, renegotiations are underway. We've been busy trying to make sure the administration appreciates the importance of NAFTA to energy trade. Two, uh, you know, two of our largest trading partners in, in energy space are Canada and Mexico, and so it's really important that. Uh, you know, that we have uh, that be successful uh, going forward. So it's been a busy year, but, uh, but a successful year. Well, you alluded to the beginning of 2018. Uh, what can we expect from a policy perspective, and what are AFPM's priority items, uh, both on the federal and state level? Well, you know, we're going to, you know, bask in the, in the glory of uh, tax reform for about uh, a week, and then we'll come back next year and, and start getting after it. And we certainly have a number of things that are going to be, you know, uh, front burner issues. I've already alluded to NAFTA. NAFTA negotiations are going to continue into the spring, and we're going to be very engaged in that. RFS reform, as I alluded to, uh, these are there are ongoing discussions right now, and I suspect that will be very busy in the in the in the first quarter of next year. Infrastructure, you know, the president talked about uh, you know, tax relief and also infrastructure. And so we'll be turning our attention there to continue uh, to grow as a country and as an industry. We need infrastructure in this country. Um, we need roads. We need ways to move our uh, products out. We need to make sure we have the infrastructure to get our, our, uh, our feedstock uh, to our facilities. And so there's a lot there. And, and uh, we'll be uh, turning our attention to that along with Congress. And we're, we, we continue to, to fight for CAFE reform. Uh, we believe uh, much room for improvement there, and we, we have been working um, with, with Congress and EPA and DOT and the autos 
to find a path forward with CAFE uh, reform. Um, on the state front, you know, there's a number of issues uh, that we've been working on. You know, over the last year, we've really tried to beef up our state engagement. We're more involved all across the country. Uh, we're particularly involved in some areas that have the potential for a greater precedential effect. We've been involved in the Northeast as it relates to uh, tax subsidies for electric vehicles. Um, we have nothing against electric vehicles. We just think that everyone should compete on a level playing field. We'll continue um, being engaged in the dialogue around divestment and state legislation, including in New York, that are trying to get uh, endowments and other public funds to divest from energy stocks. We think that's bad for investors. We think that's bad for the country, and, and we'll be continued to be engaged in that. And uh, out west, you know, we are certainly uh, monitoring some of the state provisions that uh, deal with low carbon fuels and are dealing with a carbon tax. And we'll be sure to be making sure that uh, uh, consumers and voters are educated about, you know, the, the pros and cons of all of these issues. Great. Well, thank you for coming to the last podcast of 2017. We look forward to many more uh, next year. Well, thank you, and uh, thank you for doing this, this, these podcasts. They've been uh, wildly successful, and look forward to being back on next year. All right. Happy holidays, everyone.